0: Good evening and welcome to Saturday Night Sega on Radio Sega's Winterfest 2018. Um, This is the second time I'm recording this. (laughs) I don't want to do it again. I don't have the time to do it again. Not on the day that I'm recording it, anyway. um, I want to say big thank you to, well, for Green Viper for allowing me to come back, first of all. Um, and to Silver Sonic, whose show was on prior to this one. Felt like old times, having a, uh, having a lead-in, um, from Silver Sonic, only this time on the same radio station. Whereas before it used to be, you know, everyone used to listen to Radio and Nintendo, and it's like, quick Türkiye- starting! and then you'd all go rushing over to the other, other station. Um, things are a little bit different now, because, oh, my, my, um, because basically, um, I don't have a headset, and all of this other doohickeys, um, we'll get into it in a little bit, but, uh, I need to basically start playing my show again, which is fine for me, because it means I get to listen to awesome music for the second time round. um, I just hope this time around it stays, because I don't want to listen to it a third time around. <laughs> oh, teething problems, you have to love them. Well, at least I don't sound drunk this time, um, Yeah. It's always a... always a bonus. I can't find my mute button! Where's my mute button?! Ah, here it is. Found it. Isn't this song just awesome? Wow, that's I'm back to rise. Kind of appropriate because you know I thought it would work for me. Really, <clears throat> that's by Mick Gordon um, from the Sega game that everyone remembers. You know, it came out on the uh, on the Dreamcast, on the Saturn, on the Mega Drive, on the last system. It came out on everything. Um, killer Instinct. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, the most most um, obviously non-Sega uh, song in the world ever. Well, there's a reason for that. Number one, I thought the song would would work quite well um, as a returning song for Saturday Night Sega, alongside The Return by um, Living Sedative. Oh wait, that's me! I made that. Um, But also there's been quite a few changes since the last time Saturday Night sega has been on, so allow me to just um, briefly run through them for you, nice and quickly. Um, I have a new laptop. I have moved house. I no longer have headphones, hence why I'm using the laptop's onboard microphone for broadcasting, but it does, it doesn't sound drunk, like I did the first time nearly nine years ago. (sighs) That's a long, long time ago. Um, I have a daughter, which we knew about when I finished um, Saturday Night Sega, and I said I'd retired. I really need to stop saying I'm retiring, because every time I say it, I always seem to come back. Um, She's two now, by the way, which is scary. She can talk. I might actually, if I ever do a pre-recorded show at any point... Um, oh, by the way, this is pre-recorded, if you haven't figured that out. Oh. <laughs> um, if I ever do a pre-recorded show and she's around, I'm gonna have to get her to say hi to people. I'll just get her to sit in front of, the, in front of my laptop and, and I'll get her to say, hello? In fact, if it wasn't for the fact that my phone would kick up... Um, A bit of a... Well, actually, I don't know how it would act with the laptop speakers, whether you get a... Is that still a thing that happens? Does it... do... do do phones still go... If you put them next to speakers? It's been a long, long time since I've tried it, but, you know... Yeah, she can talk. She was like... When I actually finished Saturday Night Sega, um, she was, what, six weeks old? So there you go. That's a nice, uh, <laughs> a nice show of time. Um, I'm also really, really honoured to see that uh, that Saturday Night Sega is still Radio Sega's longest-running show. Mainly because with this, now um, that means that uh, that I, uh, 2017 has been the only year where there wasn't a Saturday Night Sega show. Which is not bad. Um, <laughs> but also, I've been there since the start, I've been here since 2010, and, uh, and this is episode number 259, I believe it was, when I looked it up in... looked it up. So even with Sega Mixer Drive being constant since it started, I think I'm still about 60 episodes ahead of it. So, hooray! Green Viper, who is helping me with this broadcast, says, technically there was, though. Oh, did you rebroadcast it? Was there a Saturday Night Sega rebroadcasted? I don't know. Nobody asked me for this, did they? Or did someone do it and put their name to it? In which case, you know, hope they did justice. (laughs) There aren't many people that I allowed to do Saturday Night Sega shows. In fact, there was only ever one. I think Resident SD did it. I did one monthly one in 2017. Ah! I did do one then. I completely forgot about that. Well, Alexis was a little bit older than six weeks old then. She would have been about two months old if I did one in 2017. No, there we go. Well, (laughs) um, yeah, maybe I didn't upload that as a podcast then. Maybe it was, like, really, really bad. In which case, this would be episode number 260. (laughs) Officially. Well, actually, if we're going officially, it could be, like, episode 261, because there were a couple that we did, like, bonus extra episodes and stuff that we never uploaded and and whatnot. Um... So, if you have joined Radio Sega since 2017 and you don't know who the hell I am, um, well, I don't either. (laughs) I don't don't really know who I am anymore. Um, No, my name's Gavi, I, um, brief little rundown before we get back into some more music, although, actually, I put a song in that's like 10 minutes long. Um, my, uh, well, I'd say 10 minutes long, I've looped it around twice, so... Well, I've just found there is a repeat button, so I've actually put it in the playlist twice, and there is a loop button. I'm using Radio DJ for the first time you see, and I don't know what half these buttons do, so if it all goes wrong... ...blame Radio Sega for changing their broadcasting. Uh, software because Sam Broadcaster was awesome. I could have, yeah, you know, that was like slipping on a pair of old shoes. This, I'm a bit like, oh, what does this button do? And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. And, and then you you, know, you want to turn it off and, and, and everything. So, yeah, my name is Gavi. I've been around Radio Sega since 2007. Um, I found it accidentally when Sony launched the internet radio software on the Sony PlayStation Portable otherwise known as the PSP Um, and I was just toying around with it going oh my god I wonder what radio stations I could listen to and Radio Sega popped up and I joined the very next day and it's all history from there. Um, Actually ran the station for a little while still kind of own it you know, because I pay for the domain. So if I stop paying for the domain, then someone else needs to be pretty damn sharpish. Otherwise, the whole thing goes kaput. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, we ran it for a few years. We've had some fun. Um, you may know that I've been doing some DJing for Summer of Sonic. I've been doing that since 2010. <sighs> yes. Um, I've also done a couple of DJ slots at uh, London Anime Con, which I try and distance myself from a little bit because I found out that there were some rather unsavoury things going on in the background of that one. And uh, so, you know, I'm proud of the sets that I did, but I don't really associate with them anymore. In fact, I, I, I saw the tweet come up going, "Relive the Club Sega set that Gabby did at London Anime Gaming Con," and I was just like,
1: bah, yeah, yeah, I
0: don't really want to remember that. <laughs> Not something we're getting into right now, of course. So, I want to do things a little bit differently for Saturday Night Sega this time around. Um, this is a special Winterfest episode. It is going to try and be wintry. I can't guarantee it's going to be throughout the duration. The same as I can't guarantee that there's going to be a lot of Sega music playing. Because actually, other than a couple of albums that I've downloaded from FF Shrine... illegal <coughs> <leave> downloading. <coughs> I actually don't own that much Sega at the minute. Because... Um, All of my Radio Sega archives are on my old laptop, and I haven't transferred them from the old one to the new one. And I'm doing hand movements, and no one can see me. It's like I'm broadcasting on Twitch or something, which I don't do, by the way. I I, I feel like maybe I should at some point, you know, I'm not quite sure. People have spent, like, eight years listening to me for... Quite a while, actually. I mean, if we take 259 episodes and they've all been at least two hours long, then that puts you on nearly five... well, that's well over 512 hours. That's a lot of time wasted listening to me talk. So maybe people would want to see me as well. Because we did do that one episode when I was in Leeds. And um, we broadcasted that one on air. We did that live. I always remember it because I was with Earth, Heart, and Vija, and you could see Vija in the corner just slowly falling asleep longer the, the longer the episode went on he was there and he was just sinking into his chair and sinking and sinking and i was like is this is how bored this is how bored i'm making people is it that they're actually genuinely falling asleep um but i want this show to be a bit different because thankfully thanks to the joys of radio dj i can actually have a playlist so i can just look and people can request songs, and I'm like, oh, okay, then and I can just click it, sit here and clicking some buttons, clicky, 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 <laughs> you know, rather than having to search through directories and going, yes, I do have that song, but where is it? And then having to try and find it, and you know, there was a lot of dead air, and there was a lot of pretty rubbish, actually, you know, there was quite a few episodes where I would sit there and go, that's an absolute waste of time, which I think is maybe where the January 2017 one went, because... You know, I I didn't upload it. (laughs) I didn't send it anywhere. Um, I also have a cold. Do apologise. Do apologise for the the nasal, you know, the the having to the sharp intake of breath and all of the mucus noise. If you can hear it, if the microphones haven't picked that up, then I'm so sorry for ruining your evening by telling you that, you know, the inner workings of my nasal cavities. Um, But what I want to try and do is I want to try and do a bit more talking, and I want to try and be a bit more. I suppose is the word because i I think a lot of saturday night savers they they're they're random that's the point i don't plan any of this crap i i didn't plan this in fact um i said uh about two months ago that i was going to do a show for winterfest and it's only really uh saturday so last saturday i realized actually i'm in london for all of winterfest there's no way i could do a show live i'm gonna have to pre-record it now when I realized this I didn't have Radio DJ installed well I had Radio DJ installed but it wasn't working I didn't have a database server installed that was working. I didn't have any voice chat software that worked. So I basically, very you know, huge, huge thank you to to Green Viper who actually helped me out on Monday uh, afternoon. We we sat there for something that I thought would only take about ten minutes. You know, just install a couple of programs, make sure it all works, broadcast a show, you know, or, or do a do a test broadcast. All happy as Larry, it'll be fine. Um, and then it didn't. It took a lot longer than than like five or ten minutes. I think we were there for about three hours just trying to get it sorted. This show is shorter than the amount of time it took me to get it working, to get my software working, to actually broadcast this show. So, you know, if you ever sort of want to listen to a a nice, calmly, you know, well-thought-out show, this is never going to be it. not once (laughs) not once the one time I did actually try and plan a show out it it didn't really work out too well um oh do I want to I suppose we best aren't we um if if, you know as I say if if you want a, a, a really good show that's planned out not this one. Go listen to something else. Go listen to, like, I don't know, Sega Mixer Drive, because I think Rexy plans those at, like, six or seven weeks at a time. She seems to always always have a crap together and always seems to know what, what's going on on what show when. By the way, oh, we're probably, I've only got like 90 seconds, so I'll probably talk a bit more about this afterwards, but I am super, 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 duper stoked that Overclocked Remix are making a Skies of Arcadia remix album. I am beyond delighted. So happy. So, so happy. I'm just, I can't wait to hear someone's take on The Great Silver Shrine, because it is like my absolute favourite song in the history of forever. Um... Well, from that game, anyway. There, there are, I mean, there are quite a few good songs, but but that one... <gasps> that one... <sighs> um, right, so I've got about 47 seconds left to go, so... I'm going to play... I've been told, I've been ordered... Right, here's this. I've been ordered that I need to play some winter music, because it's Winterfest. So, what we're going to play is... I'm actually going to play a Hatsune Miku track, which absolutely disgusts me. But it's a winter song. So um and of course obviously yeah you know the um <sighs> Green Viper telling me things that I don't have time to tell you right now, so we'll have to get back into it. There's a there's a Hatsumiku track coming up. I don't have an awful lot of Sega on my laptop right now, you know this. So basically this is gonna be a hodgepodge of everything. Um so here's a Hatsumiku track, then there's another winter track, then there's whatever I put on in the meantime. Okay? Good? Good. gonna have to I don't have any identity. just gonna have to deal with the fact that this is Saturday Night Sega. <laughs> Trying to talk for 10 minutes is a bit of a long time um, when you don't have anyone to talk to. So I'm thinking um, where we had Light of Hope, which is the song that's playing now. Uh, I hope that was on time. I hope my voice isn't quite delayed. Sometimes there's a slight delay between my voice and the music playing. So I'm like, it's on now. And everyone's like, what? Oh, I hear it now. Um, Yeah, well, I think we'll just keep it at the five minutes and, and, and you get more music out of it. Which may also be a bad thing because I don't have a lot of Sega music. Hmm Well, anyway, we'll see how we go. Um either way, you know, if 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 I get if I get into a conversation that I reckon we can ha- I can have to myself and don't look completely mental to the people walking past my kitchen window. Um then we'll do that. Otherwise mm-hmm we'll just keep it at one and we'll play more music. So that was, uh, first of all, Princess Snow White slash The Snow Princesses. I think that's what it was called. That's from Hatsune Miku, Project Diva, Arcade. Uh, Green Viper told me in our little Discord chat we're going on that he he felt hell had frozen over hearing a Miku song on on my show. I I can promise you it will never happen again. Unless it's one of those dubstep remixes that I have, which I actually can't remember if they're on this computer or on a different one. I'm going to have to have a look. Because then I can play like World is Mine and stuff and be like, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, I've still not got out of dubstep. Um, I think the whole world's left it alone, but not me. I'm still clinging to it like a lovesick puppy going, don't desert me dubstep. I love you. Um, After that, we had Wizards in Winter. From the Trans Siberian Orchestra. They're an amazing band. They never tour anywhere outside of England. Uh, outside of England? They never tour outside of America, but I would love for them to come to England. Alas, they haven't done for about three or four years, and I didn't get a chance to go and see them when they did, and I'm gutted. It, it really, really has disappointed me. Um, and then we had Danger on the Dance Floor. Sonic Mania. Obs. Um, so yeah, we were saying earlier about the um, Skies of Arcadia remix album that Overclocked Remix is doing. Obviously, if you've tuned into Sega Mixer Driver as part of Winterfest, Winterfest this weekend only on Radio Sega, I'm saying that a lot because I don't have any idents because they haven't turned up yet, um, and I don't have any of my old ones. So I've said that if I just keep saying Winterfest over and over again, then maybe people might figure out that you're listening to Winterfest on Radio Sega. Bling, bling, Sega. You know, and that's kind of how the idents went. Feel free to record that, by the way, actually, if you want that as an ident on any other shows that are on, you know. I'm recording this at, uh, well, it's quarter past 11 a.m. on the 12th of December. So a good three days before the show actually airs. So there's plenty of time to cut that out and just go, here you go, Here's, here's Gabby saying Winterfest over and over again with some ring noises um yeah if you tuned in to Sega Mixer Drive on Friday you would have heard some music from the the remix album which I believe is called Arcadia Dreams eternal um, Eternia Dreams I, I actually can't remember what it's called um because well I can't remember if it's named after the Japanese album which was Inter- um, Eternal Arcadia or, if, or that's what it was called in, in in Japan or whatever it was called um Something else. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, you'd have, you'd have listened in to, to some of that, you know. I'm really looking forward to that album coming out. In fact, that reminds me, I, I need to actually catch up with some of the Overclocked Remix stuff. So I've not listened to Vroom, the, uh, the racing one. Although it really disappoints me because when I actually looked at the track listing, I was hoping that somebody would have still taken on the My Dear Friend rally. And, and it, it wasn't there. And I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed because... What uh, and maybe maybe there can be some feedback on this. I don't know, but what I was really when we first heard of this project, ooh, good, good, few years ago. And I think I've told this story before. But if you don't not listen to a Saturday Night Sega before, then you could try listening to the other 158 episodes and finding out where I actually spoke about it, or I could just tell you again. But the original idea was—I think it was Akuma uh, Joe Belmont was the guy who was directing the project at the time. Whether he actually saw it through to the end, I have no idea. But we—he ba- basically posted in the Radio Sega forums, which were a thing back then. I don't know if they—I st- know they're still around, but do people still use them a lot? I don't know. Um, he posted in there saying that. He was doing Vroom, a Sega project, and did we want to be involved? And I turned around and said, wouldn't it be great if someone could remix My Dear Friend Rally from Sega Rally Championship and we could get a a gang vocal on it. So we could get, basically, it would be... And I'm going to loop this song, by the way, because I'm I'm not finished. Um, We would get a group of people from uh, Radio Sega, like, whoever wanted to do it, and, you know, we would just sing along with the choruses so you know where it goes rally blazing heart to heart like this it? but it, we'd get like a group of people and all you'd have to do is go rally like that and then um you know we could probably do something about the bit at the end can you feel the beat on the line like this and and it was all amazing everyone's like yeah we'll do it 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 and then nothing absolutely nothing and, and then, you know, we didn't hear anything from it. Um, I ended up taking my little bit of a sabbatical from, from Radio Sega, so I didn't really hear much on it. And then the next, really, you know, we I, I just presumed it was dead in the water. I just presumed Vroom has gone. You know, it, it, it's not coming out anymore. It, it looks like there was too much difficulty going on. You know, we weren't ever sort of asked to contribute the vocals, so we didn't really know what was going on with the remix or, or anything like that. And then all of a sudden the album comes out and i'm looking at it and i'm like oh they didn't end up doing the uh, the my dear friend rally track i mean even even just having the remix would have been would have been awesome just a remix of that one song cuz cuz that song's amazing um I, mean, I haven't ever really listened to the album so uh you know i i don't you know i, I don't know if it's any good or not or, or anything but uh, but yeah it did it did really sort of Made me has a sad, I suppose, is, is the way. Um, ooh, Green Viper sent me something. If you want slightly dubsteppy and wintry... Yes, I do. Yes. Download, please. Um... I don't quite know how... I, I think I know how I'm going to do this. So... If you want to tell me what you're thinking of the show, by the way, the reason this is pre-recorded... Oh. Oh. That'll have turned up on the broadcast. <laughs> um, if you want, um, if you want to tell me how the show is, as I say, let me start again. The reason this show is pre-recorded is because right now I am in London, I am in the Royal Albert Hall, and I am watching. And it sounds really, you know, it sounds really highbrow. I mean, I'm in the Royal Abbot Hall. Yes, yes. Um, I'm watching Whose Line Is It Anyway, so I'm going to a really highbrow location to watch a proper low, you know, improvisational comedy, which is probably going to degenerate into something rude within like five minutes of starting. Um, and so that's why I can't do this live. And. I was hoping to do it live because I I really love interacting with the audience. If you want to interact with me anyway though I'm not going to be able to see your tweets or anything whilst I'm in the show but I can always read them afterwards. I have a Twitter. In fact I have two. You can send them to my personal one which is at Gavi UK G-A-V-V-I-E UK. Quite simple. Um, And that's my personal one. Or we can try and keep all Saturday Night Sega chat to the new, brand new Around since January 2018, (laughs) brand new Um, Saturday Night Sega Twitter account, which is really straightforward to remember. It's SNS underscore RS. That's it. So it's twitter.com forward slash SNS underscore RS, and you can send me all of your comments there. And also, when when Saturday Night Sega season 4 starts in January, Um, that will be how I'm keeping a log on requests that people want to hear. So if you want a request, if there's anything that you particularly want to hear, then what you would do is, you would send a tweet to SNS underscore RS, and I can keep track of it pretty easily, because... whenever people used to try and send me requests on, like, Discord or the IRC, that's fine, but actually trying to keep on top of them all is all a bit higgledy-piggledy. It's really, really confusing. Um... If, you know, if you send it to a Twitter, I can have it in one nice and nice, concise and easy-to-read place. Um, of course, obviously, when I'm doing the show live, I will be in Discord, I will be talking to people, um, and then we will be having that banter that Saturday Night Sega is known for. It's just, right now, I, I, I can't. Because I'm, I'm not... I'm not there! Right, so coming up next, um, I'm gonna play another song that is definitely not SEGA, um, I'm gonna play a, a song that's six years old, it's a Christmas song, um, but it's by a band, a German rock and roll band, um, and the, the Christmas album that they did, as I say, six years old, um, and it's... <laughs> But it's a a really good song, to be fair. (laughs) I just want to try and keep this festive. So my name is 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 This is Saturday Night Sega. Um, it's December the fifteenth. I hope. Hope that's what the date is. And you're listening to Winterfest 2018. Where's my where's my mute button gone? Ah, found it. I think I've said it before. I'll definitely say it again. <coughs> that song's too short. Yeah, yeah. Nights in Riala, theme of a tragedic revenge. Tragedic? Tragedic? Tra- tra- tragedy! When the feeling's gone not Anyway, yep, that's from Nights in Dreams. Obvs. Um Before that, we had Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by the Baseballs German Rock and Roll Band. Um, Green Viper sent me a message saying, of all of my favourite bands that I thought I'd never hear on Radio Sega, this was one of them. Um... Welcome to Saturday Night Sager, I guess, where I'm just going to go. Let's play this. In fact, um, yeah, there's 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 a couple of songs that that uh, in fact there's one I'm going to put on in the next music break. Um, in fact, there's a couple that uh, you probably wouldn't have expected to hear, maybe. Um, but uh, see, the thing is, is as I say, at the moment, this is all a bit of a of a um, a grab a grab bag of everything because well I I can't I can't really help it um, in the sense of you know I, I, I don't have a lot of Sega music at the moment. I will have, by the time Saturday Night starts properly, I'm going to try and get it all transferred over, and, and we'll be cooking with gas then. And then it'll be like, right, you want to listen to some Yakuza? Let's put some Yakuza on. You want some Shenmue on? Well, I could actually do that in the second hour. Um, but, you know, it's just like, oh, you want this? I can do that. You want this? I can do that. You want this? Yeah, I can do that. Um, at the minute, though, it's kind of a bit like, well, what have I got? Yeah. You can have this i suppose so you know we're trying to keep it as wintery as possible there are some some sega tracks that i'm i'm but really this is a, a slightly like sega but not quite um anyway before uh that we had dance with the dead an awesome awesome synthwave band i love them so much they're so good i knew in one of their albums i need to change it uh, and that was called riot it's the sort of thing that I reckon you really could play in like a DJ set, in like a bar or something, you know, just to get people proper proper G'd up. Um. But I am gonna. Well we're gonna try and lean more on the video gamey side of things from from here on out. Not necessarily Sega. I can't, um I can't promise that. But uh We'll try to make it more video gamey. I'm I'm just reading a tweet. The Sonic movie. I suppose we should talk about it. Mainly because... I'm getting quite angry. Not at the design of of Sonic. I mean... That's a bit weird. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I agree with that. It is a bit strange. I'm getting really angry with the fact that people are... Hating on the movie, and they're saying, "Oh, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be crap. It's going to be this. It's going to be that." Based purely on two posters, the second of which looks like it leaked this morning. So all we've seen so far of Sonic is the fact that he's got blue arms like Sonic Boom, and he's wearing red trainers, which look suspiciously like the Pumas that um, that came out earlier this year. By the way, I've got some of the Eggman ones. They are comfy, um, and and he's he's furry, which is kind of what hedgehogs are if you look at it in real life. And I think the fan base are picking up on the wrong things. So the producers said that they were looking at Ted as a way of blending in the CGI uh, of, of Sonic and of the live action with the the, the actors. Which I, I think is actually pretty fine. You know, they're like, Oh, they were looking at TED. And it's like, well, yeah, because in that film, Ted does look like an actual teddy bear. I mean, you know, I don't think they're talking about the tone of Ted. I don't think there was like, Oh, yes, yes. So our our, our Sonic movie is going to be tonally similar to, to the Ted movie. So, you know, Sonic's going to be making about, you know, walking around making fart jokes and, and insinuating he wants to have sex with everything. Um, uh, I, I just think they were kind of looking at it as this, like well how do we do it because you you could have it where Sonic looks like Sonic does you know with his green eyes and his in his in his mono eye which no hedgehog ever has ever um and and you know you could have him be blatantly CGI right blatantly CGI like I'm not knocking it but like the detective Pikachu movie looks like it is you know I mean as as awesome as that film looks it's quite obvious that the Pokemon are a Pokemon you know in, in the sense of you, you you don't look at that world and it doesn't feel like they, you know they don't feel like they belong there Um, I... what's really sort of making me quite angry is the fact that we're all saying this film's rubbish based on a design that no one's seen properly yet You know it's a silhouette you've seen his legs and you've seen his shoes and it's like well this film's gonna be shit and it's like well is it though because I remember similar things being said when the Power Rangers movie came out from a couple of years back it is a very very good movie I mean you know the way that it deals with the fact that one of the characters is it's insinuated that she's gay and another one is even insinuated as having autism, of, of, of some description. You know, not majorly so, but, you know, a, a mild form of. And the fact that the film doesn't make a big point of this, and it doesn't sit there and go, Look at these people! Look at their issues! And it actually accepts them for who they are. Right? And it, and it appreciates them for who they are. and they And, and, and it really does put out the point of... Everyone is different. Everyone is different. Everyone is unique, and that's okay. But people hated the movie because the fact that the, the Power Rangers outfits and, and the, the Megazord um, robot and the and, and Goldart weren't the same as the original 90s. Program was. It's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. They don't have. It's not the. It's not the. You know the, the primary colours are the right colours. There's a black. There's a blue. There's a yellow. There's a there's a pink. There's a red. Uh, but it's not the same. They don't look the same. They don't look the same. I hate this movie because they don't look the same. And you're completely skipping the point that actually the film is really very good. But you hate it because your point of view is 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 unfairly skewed towards something aesthetic and whilst i'm not saying that the sonic movie is going to be in any way good i mean i if i'm being honest it is probably going to be a little bit of a trash fire but the point is is that everyone now has this idea of sonic doesn't look like sonic's supposed to look therefore this film's going to be rubbish it could be it could tell one of the nicest stories that you've ever had you know about overcoming adversity um, you know any, anything else along those lines, it could have a really, really heartfelt story i mean let 's face it, one of the executive producers is Te- is Tim Miller, and he didn't really do a bad thing with the- he didn't really have a bad thing with the uh, Deadpool movie, did he, and he kind of oversaw that one. And, you know, one of the producers also worked on Fast and the Furious, which, again, you could take as face value and being about, oh, it's about car racing, isn't it? And it's like, well, yeah, it is. But also there's there's a little bit of a nice story about, you know, family in there somewhere. Not saying that the film is going to be as great as the sum of its parts. However, I do kind of feel like. It it now has this very unfair rep, and unfortunately, it was always going to have that. I mean, I've even seen comments going, well, they couldn't even get the ring sound effect correct, and it's like, I actually like that ring sound effect for a film, I think it sounds pretty cool. I I just don't understand it, I've, I've, I've not... This morning was the first time I put something on Twitter about it, and I've just been sat watching the comments, that people are making, and I know, I know, um, first rule of, of the internet, don't read the comments, but I've just been, I've been sort of paying attention, and I've been looking, and it's just been like, well, just seeing the amount of negativity around, I mean, even from some of the, 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 the character designers, you know, of Sonic, and they be like, you know, oh, he should be like a fairy type character, he shouldn't, he's not meant to look like a hedgehog, and all, and all of this, and it's like, well, you're being a bit unfair, Actually, you know, I mean, even if, they, well, Sega didn't even like it, well... Uh, no, they probably wanted to keep it a bit more... sonic But at the end of the day, if if Sega don't have a lot of creative control on this movie, and that's the other side of it, you don't really know how much of this is in there, if, if Sega don't have a lot of creative control on the movie and, and, and how... The movie is made, you know. So, like, I don't know whether whether Alan Reber is is going to be listed as a producer, whether Paramount and their guys have been in constant communication with him, um, being this—he's the brand manager of, of Sonic in 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 America, or at least he was. I don't even know if he's gone higher than that. Um, Yeah, I don't know whether they've been in constant communication with him, I don't know whether, you know, they've been dealing more with the Japanese side, or what. Obviously, you know, us as fans, we're not involved in that business decision. We're not involved in those communications. And naturally, yeah, Sega probably aren't happy with the design. I mean, do you reckon Nintendo were happy with anything to do with the Super Mario Bros. movie? But they didn't stop it coming out, they were just like, "Ah, well, we'll take the money, you know, someone will go watch it. And the thing thing to point out is for as many people that have now started this absolutely asinine Twitter campaign to get the Sonic movie cancelled, which is never going to happen, how many of them are still going to go watch it when the film comes out? There's not going to be a boycott. Because what they're going to turn around is, is they're going to turn around and go, well, I already hate this movie, but what I'm going to do is, I'm going to go watch it anyway, so then I can turn around and go, yeah, well, it didn't meet my expectations, the bar was very low, and it couldn't even clear that. And it's just like, you're making the rest of the fan base look bad. And that's, that's, that's kind of the concern. If you have valid criticisms about the movie... After the trailer has come out, then fine. Absolutely fine, because you've seen an idea about what the film's gonna be about! <laughs> you, know, you can't turn around and look at a teaser poster and go, well, this film looks rubbish. I don't think I'll be watching that one. Cause if you did, how many films would you not go and watch because of a teaser poster? Would you would you have not gone and watched? Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, parts 1 and 2, because they put a teaser poster out that showed Hogwarts on fire. And you were like, oh, well, Hogwarts is on fire, I don't think I need to watch that then. You know, would you, would you have refused to watch the, have you, refused to watch the Power Rangers movie that came out a couple of years ago, Based on the fact that the alien that 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 Zordon is is basically made out of one of those bloody pin toys that you could get from like Toys R Us or whatever, where you put your hand in it and it gives you an imprint on the other side, you know he is basically that, you know, or the fact that 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 um, that, uh, Alpha Five does actually look like he's come out of some child's nightmare, you know, (laughs) or or or, or the fact that, that that you know Goldar's not a monkey. In a, in a suit, but is instead this dripping golden mess of a thing. You, you know, have you have you refused to watch the film based on that? Because if you have, you've missed a really good story at the centre of it. And all I'm saying is, is that with the Sonic movie, at least give it a chance. You know, give it an opportunity to to win you over, I guess. Because, yeah, teaser posters are there to tease, they're not there for criticism, they're not there for, you know, they're there to excite people, and I can guarantee you, for every 30-something-year-old bloke who sat in front of his keyboard feverishly typing away, I don't like it, his arms are- Why do they insist on giving Sonic blue arms? Well, I'm sorry, but Sonic Boom didn't turn out too badly, did it? You know, now there was a show where everyone hated the character designs, and yet the show was brilliantly written, well thought out. The jokes almost always landed, and yet it got cancelled after two years because there was just far too many people who would turn around and go, "Yes, well Sonic doesn't have blue arms, and why are they wearing all the sports tape? And why does Knuckles look like he's just constantly working out and he's missed leg day for like ever?" You know, and it's like, well... Actually, the problem, I think, strangely, the only two characters that got away with no criticism were Amy and Tails. And Eggman. You know. But, it, it, it was very much a sense of... I, I, I just don't know. This rant's gone on far too much. I'm gonna be playing some more music in a minute. But, it's just... I knew, when I got started about this conversation, I knew it wouldn't stop. I'm very, very intrigued to see if people are, st- are still genuinely wanting to watch this movie. But to turn around and, and, can- and ask for it to be cancelled, you've not seen a ing- single jot of footage from this movie and you're asking, it for, to- asking for it to be cancelled. You're asking for the hard work of hundreds of people to just be disregarded because you don't like the fact that Sonic's wearing trainers and he's got blue arms and he might have, he might have a face that actually resembles a hedgehog's. I have no words. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to win anyone over here, and I know that I'm probably just a teeny-weeny bit outspoken. There are going to be plenty of people, you know, I, I get it. I don't... I can't say I'm particularly enamoured by the design myself, but I'm willing to give the film a chance. And I'm thinking that, at the end of the day, that's what other people need to do. Just give it a chance. Because, I mean, bloody hell, if you don't like the way well, Sonic looks, how are you going to reckon with Dr. Robotnik when he's not fat, because Jim Carrey's not fat, and also, looking at some of the photos, it looks like he's going to have hair and no beard. Go! Well, if you thought Sonic looked bad, you are in for something, aren't you? <laughs> you are in for something. I can't wait for the day when they say, here's Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, and then you you wait, there'll be someone who turns around and goes, his name's not Dr. Robotnik, it's Eggman now. I could put my head through a window, I really could. It's just, I'm, I'm so disappointed in people, sometimes. Anyway, here's some music. Sonic Mania remix, and then two... Well, one video game track, one not quite video game. rant so much now i do i do apologize for that right earlier well i don't apologize for the content of the rant but I, yeah <clears throat> it's very much a case of you know it needed to be said <laughs> it needed to be said um that was uh danimal Cannon and um behemoth which is actually there was a there was a song i did want to play um it's not quite that one, so I'll have to I'll have to find it um, later. I've just been talking to Green Viper about um, Power Rangers, um, specifically Lord Dracon from the Boom comics, and oh, good lord! If you've not read the Boom comics, they are heaps of fun. would Would surely recommend it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Danimal Cannon and Behemoth was that one. There was a song called Axis that I think I wanted, that I wanted it to play instead. We'll get that on within the second hour. Before that, uh, Video Games Live, Once Upon a Megalovania from Undertale, a, a game I've never played. I, I like that song, though. It's a good song. And then, prior to that, Press uh, Garden Zone, Voya, which I believe is probably the Remix artist, because I've got the artist listed as Tiny Waves, but I'm fairly sure they're the studio that published Sonic Mania Remixed. Um, In any case, I I don't really know too much about that. I don't know. But I think it is. So... Right, we're into hour two now. I need to be very, very mindful of the time because... Obviously, I don't want to overrun. I've no idea who's following me. Actually, let's do a quick, a quick search on the interwebs. You know that uh, that lovely source of information where where you know absolutely no one lies about anything. Uh, full event schedule. There we go. After me, it's Blastmas Five, um, presented by the Blast Processors, and apparently they're going to have a prize to give away. Ooh, isn't that nice? Well, if you want to win a prize, then I suppose you should tune into that. Um. (sighs) Ah. I know, why would you? Uh, Why would you? Why wouldn't you even? Why would you tune into Radio Sega? You're listening to me, that's good enough, right? Um. (laughs) Oh, and I call myself the best. I don't like. Um, yes, so, I did actually, you yeah, know, as I say, I'd, I'd love to know your comments on the Sonic movie. We're not going to get back into it, because if we do, I may as well just talk from now until the end of forever, and, and you know, we'll never speak of anything ever again. Um... On the same day that the Sonic teaser poster came out though, and this is kind of weird because this just shows how fickle Sega fans can be. Some of them, not all of them, and I do want to, do want to be very, very careful not to tar everyone with the same brush, but some of them. Um, on the same day that the Sonic poster came out, there was also the news that a um, Chinese company, I believe it is, I believe the, the developers are based in China, um, have got the rights to remake Panzer Dragoon and Panzer Dragoon Zwei. You know, the the, the Saturn um, on-rails shooters, they're remaking them for modern platforms, and by modern platforms I presume they're talking PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Sega seem to like the Switch, which is lovely, because um, it's, it's nice to see that, that machine getting a lot of support, because it's a kick-ass console. Um, and yeah, I, but I don't think any formats have been announced yet. but. Pretty safe bet it's going to be those ones, isn't it? And it was kind of really interesting to see everyone going, Oh my god! Panzer Dragoon remakes! They're going to be amazing! And I sat there and I just thought, I thought to myself, well hang on a minute. Panzer Dragoon came out in, like, what, 1994? 1995? Panzer Dragoon's Vi wasn't that far behind it. So, if all this company are doing, are just remaking the graphics and making it look pretty, it's, it's going to be a pretty basic game, right? Yeah, I mean, I know they're saying they're going to update the mechanics, but in the same way that um, D3T, uh, the developers of the recent Shenmue HD remakes, or re-releases, they were actually remaking it from the ground up. There, there There is footage. If you go on Digital Foundry's YouTube channel, I believe, there is actual footage. And they did talk to Sega about it, and Sega did actually turn around and say, yeah, we were looking at it. We were looking at a full... Re- HD remake, but it turned out then that you'd be losing something in the translation. Specifically, you're going to be losing all of the artwork. You know, to try and update it for modern modern day consoles, you'd actually probably lose something that makes the game special. I mean, Shenmue hasn't aged very well. Um, I I own it on PS4. I've not actually played it that much. I'm very very guilty of that. Um, but I love I love Shenmue and I love Shenmue two and, and and playing it back on a on a controller with two analog joysticks with two um analog sticks just maybe really makes you <laughs> appreciate what Sega managed to do in the first place with the Dreamcast pad i mean yeah okay the the playstation Shenmue makes the playstation's dualshock pad feel uncomfortable um by the the sheer virtue of the fact that it's um, it's not the pad that the game's designed to be played on. So, yeah, I mean, you know, fair play, being able to get it to work. And, and obviously, graphically, it's not aged that well. Gameplay-wise, it hasn't aged that well. But you do have to remember that, that Shenmue came out in, like, 1998. You know, it's 20 years old. Any game that's 20 years old isn't going to have aged too well without any sort of work being done. I mean, yesterday was, oh, I say yesterday, Tuesday, it was the 20th anniversary of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which is testament to Nintendo's game building that actually, when that got remade for the 3DS, um, Grezzo didn't actually change too much on it, and it still holds up. But games 20 years ago weren't made to be played on on HD TVs or on on newer console setups. I mean, the, the PlayStation Classic, which has been absolutely decimated for its emulation. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm getting one for Christmas, so I can't speak personally on this. But if you think about it, almost every single one of the games on the PlayStation Classic, they haven't been built to be emulated. They weren't built to be put on a little tiny console, you know, like the size of a of a of a DualShock pad. And then go and be played via a HDMI, you know, socket on on a on a sixty-inch plasma TV. You know, they were they were they were built to be played through an aerial port on a on a CRT monitor. That's you know, my laptop's probably bigger than these days. And um, whilst I do think there are a couple of weird decisions on there, I mean, giving you just a standard DualShock, uh, just a standard. Um, a PlayStation pad. I don't even know what they called them before the DualShock. I think they were just controllers. Um, and then giving you a game like Metal Gear Solid where one of its biggest uh, fourth-wall breaking moments is to make the pad vibrate when you're not expecting it to. You, you kind of miss something there and that's that's a shame. Um, yeah. Green Viper said Rez is the best Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, yeah. Re- Rez, is, Rez is amazing. But uh, speaking of Rez, should we play some Rez? I'll play some Rez next. We'll... It's not going to be the best res, but uh, I reckon I can play some res. We'll play at that. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it, again, we're we're sort of leaning on that that uh, conversation of um, unrealistic expectation. You know, we we're, we're expecting these things to be amazing because they they have to be amazing um, before we play Reds I'm gonna play some some uh, Final Fantasy 15 actually you know again that most Sega franchise is Final Fantasy um, because there's a song that, that I've had stuck in my head since I actually started uploading uh, ...started importing directories in. I was like, do I put this directory in? I was like, yeah, why not? And this song has been swimming around the back of my head since then. So I'm gonna have to play and get it out. Um, By my count... ...we have got about half an hour left. Ish. So, this next music block is gonna take us... ...about ten minutes to get through. Then I suppose I could do a little bit of a chat... Um, we might have some time for some more music, in which case I, I don't really know what else I'm going to put on. I, I have got some Sega music coming on. You know, this this next music block has two, two music songs in it. So there you go. That's, that's nice, isn't it? Um, and then we'll try and do one music block, which has actually got all three tracks that are Sega. Although, as I say, because my, my choices are very, very limited, it's, it's unlikely. But we're getting to the end. Um, so again, you know, feel free to let me know what you're thinking of the show. You could uh, you can message me on Twitter at SNS underscore RS. Let me know. Like whether you like it or whether you hate it. If you like it, you'll probably get a response back saying thank you very much. If if you hate it, I might ignore you. <laughs> I'm like, Well, you don't know what you're talking about. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> um, I know this I know this show's not without its problems. I know it's uh, it 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 the setup's not brilliant. And I know sometimes I'm scrabbling for buttons and, and not making the links as smooth as they should be. But, um, I think he's going okay. I think he's going alright. Anywho, uh, Final Fantasy XV, Rez, and Billy Hatcher in the Giant Egg, they are all to come on Saturday Night Sega as part of Radio Sega's Winterfest 2018. Some Sega in there somewhere. <coughs> Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, Lullaby of Snow Mountain. Before that, we had uh, Fear from. Well, actually, that, that's, that's from Res Infinite, which is not a Sega version of Res. Um, it's exactly the same version that's on Sega's Gamer's Guide to Res soundtrack, though, um, which I'm, I'm kind of a little bit disappointed by. I, I, I figured, bearing in mind the, the time of. Um, or the, the space between the two releases. You'd have thought they may have been able to get the rights for the string samples that were used, and, you know, different company handling the soundtracks, but apparently not. The soundtrack for Res that is included on Res Infinite is exactly the same as, as what's on the Gamer's Guide to Res that Sega put out quite a few years ago. Like, almost exactly the same. Hey-ho, it is what it is. Uh, and then before that, we had Final Fantasy XV, Apocalypsis Noctis, which is just... It's a really good piece of music it's, it's just you know if you ever want to just get yourself G'd up for the day you know you're kind of waking up and going oh I don't really do I fancy today do I oh, I'm not really too sure that's the song that you put on that or some Killer Instinct whichever you want um <laughs> it works trust me it does work um so I'm going to try and uh, get some some more music on very soon I'm not going to do as much talking uh, today, we're gonna put two Sega tracks on, and then let's see. How are we for time? I've got about about half an hour. Do, do people want to? I don't think anyone wants to listen to Fistbump, do they? Probably not. I, I I have the Sonic Forces soundtrack. Don't know if you've noticed. Only been using it as my talk bed, um, all all all, all night. Uh, do you know actually? We'll play that. We'll play that. We'll, ha- we'll give you a happy song to finish. Um, so yeah, so we'll do all of this. Uh, we'll have a talk bed now. I think we'll play. That's about another ten minutes of music there. So that's fine. That will yeah, and then that should that should put us on for the ending, which would be lovely. Um, I'd like to. I don't. Obviously, I don't know how many people are tuned in because. I'm I'm not here, but I'd like to to the people that have tuned in to listen. I'd like to say thank you. Um, means a lot that you know you've taken some time out of your Saturday evening to uh, to come and to come and listen to my show again. As I say, you know, feel free to uh, to let me know what you thought of it on Twitter SNS underscore RS um you can also follow that twitter account because when we've actually got a date as to when saturday night Sega is coming back next year then i will be able to share it right now we're saying january but obviously i need to get some more things in order before we do that you know i need some music for a start um and probably just need to to learn sort of some of the other intricacies that radio DJ has before we get back on it. Um, but we're definitely looking at a, a January start. Might be late January, but we're definitely definitely looking at it. Um, so you know, follow that Twitter account. It will give you all the news as and when. Uh, obviously, Radio Sega Twitter account will also share that news. Um, and and then you know we'll we'll go from here and and. We'll see how we go. So, I mean, what can you expect from um, Saturday Night Sega going forwards in 2019? Well, maybe more shows like this, where we sort of have a little bit of a rant or a discussion about the uh, the news of the week, which is something I've always wanted to do, but kind of felt like Sega were a bit slow on providing it um, these days. Obviously, with the Sonic movie around the corner and the Sega Ages series coming out on the Switch. Um, of which fantasy star has just been announced as one of them um, and and all of the other you know obviously all of that other things there's there's also uh whatever Sega planned on doing next year about certain things you know streets of rage four is coming out um, so you know there's there's plenty around um I would definitely yeah, we'd like to do more discussions around that sort of thing. Um, we'll have shows where we'll be able to take your requests, if there's anything that you wanted to hear. We'll be able to take... Um, there'll be shows, as I say, like this one, where there are no requests at all, and we just play music. Uh, hopefully, with some more jingles involved and that sort of thing. Um, there'll also be—I'd uh, like to do more themed shows. I'd like to do quite a few, like DJ Seti ones, you know, where, where the, it's just like right. So this is music based on this, and and you know, like the summer soundtrack. I would like to bring that back. And the um, well, I, there used to be other ones that we did. We used to do four a year, but I'd like to bring the summer soundtrack back. But it's all just. Touchy-feely, you know, I I don't want to um, promise too much and then not deliver on half of it, because I, I know one of the problems that we had sort of in seasons one, two and three of, of Saturday Night Sega was very much the sense of, this is coming, get excited, and then nothing. You know, and then it'd be like, oh, I'd forget to do it. Um you know the amount of times that we said we were going to do a mega gig based on uh, on on sort of you know certain artists and then completely forgot um, but i you know i'd like to do that i'd like to bring uh battle royales back in I think they were really fun um and I think even we could we could resume you know go back to older uh royales and and revisit you know or or do originals versus remixes and and things like that there's, 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 when you think about it there's so many different different ideas that i could have you know that that are around um but that's you know that's all all in the future and you know wherever whatever happens will happen um i don't know how to crossfade out of radio dj so i'm going to play another song and it's going to probably cut this song off really badly. So I'm going to try and see if I can uh, I can do it without making it sound utterly, utterly terrible. Um, because as I say, I've got 10 minutes of music planned up and then that's literally got enough time for me to say goodbye and then I need to leave. So <laughs> I don't want to overrun too much, but also I'm on a strict time schedule myself uh, for this, this recording to, to actually then sort of dart out and pick my daughter up. Because I get charged if I'm late. And I don't want to get charged. (laughs) So right. Coming up next. We have got Nights Into Dreams. I've got Rice Star. And then I've got a nice lovely song. Which everyone loves. It is the most. It is. Whenever you talk about. Songs that are absolutely essential. To Sega's history. This one is always mentioned as number one. It's always mentioned as number one. It's always like. Can you. I could not live. My life anymore without this song okay so hopefully you enjoy it um right let's see if i can get this cut out you're listening to saturday night sega on radio sega the greatest sega radio station in the world possibly the only one but you know greatest by default and really what could be wrong with that
2: I I want to see see you standing. There's nowhere I To see you standing there in the night. I want to see you smile again in the night.
0: facts here. Um, who actually sang along to this? Anyone? No one? I did it in my head. This is the main theme for the Sonic movie. Um, they're remixing it and re-releasing it. It's going to come out as a single before the film comes out. Heard it here first. got about um, <clears throat> well l- less than five minutes to go before um, before we're finished so um, I'm not going to have my talk bed which is what I said I was going to do we're going to just going to say my goodbyes now and then there's a nice little radio Sega item that I got sent I'm actually going to play one <laughs> um, thank you everyone for listening to Saturday Night Sega I will see you in 2019 with uh, episode number 260 of the show um, thank you to everyone who's listening, and even after that, everyone is just Green Viper who was listening in while I was recording. And, and everyone's like, everyone else is like, No, it's Gavi, no, I don't listen to this. Um, and they will go running for the hills and then come back two hours later. Following on, it's Blastmas 5 with the uh, the blast processors, and then after those, uh, after them at 2 am, it's the music plant zone with Visit Jeff Hogg at 2 am UK time, and then after that. A last call DJ set at 4am. If you're still up at 4am, all credit to you. Um, that's exactly what uh, the that's what the listing is saying. So hit um, RadioSega.net up for all of the latest on any developments. And I'll see you in the new year. Have a good one and enjoy the rest of Winterfest 2018. Cheers.
3: During the Winterfest, why not keep listening to Radio Sega when it's over? You can even request your favorite tracks from our playlist. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24 7.